Welcome to the Weekly Weigh-In Podcast. Uh, this is the TNFL edition, and this is going to be our uh, a little bit late post-draft podcast. Why is uh, it late? It's late because the day that we planned on doing it, I texted you and you said you forgot, so we'll do it another day. And now it's two and a half weeks later. Okay. I, so, I, I kind of thought it was on you, but you're saying it's on me? I'm the reason? Yeah. Yeah, I can almost. I am willing to uh, to guarantee this one. That sounds fairly, fairly accurate. So yeah, yeah. So um, we're we're coming at you past Matt's bedtime already at the start of this. So uh, I can't. Twenty p.m. Not that it's been the the most high quality podcast in years prior, but we might even take a dip in, in this episode. So um, how you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, man. It's always good to talk to you. Uh, it seems few and far between these days. Yeah, I've uh, been. You're, you're busy. You're we're working you my ass like, off on that playset. You've got how many kids now? You're doing a playset in the backyard that your son thought was a a second shed in the yeah. backyard. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, it took me about in the twenty hour range to build the playset. That's not including the twenty hours that it took me to build the uh, the the platform in which the place that's sitting on. And then I have probably another five hours of mulching and stuff like that to do. So, um, yeah, it's been a go to a park with them. Yeah. But you know, not, nah, I, uh, I just, it's a gross, I, I'm not trying to downplay it. Cause it's, I mean, it's a big undertaking, but like my mom spent a lot of money to get a playground, a little area in the backyard for th- my three brothers. And it they never fucking used it. It just seems like, is this not going to be a thing that like he's into for like a week and then it's winter. And then next year he's already like in high school and shit. I, I, don't I mean, know. I mean, we have two kids coming up right behind him too. So I think we'll get plenty of use out of it. Plus it took uh it's 900 square feet of my backyard that I don't have to mow now. So that's uh, the real rationale behind this right yeah it it cost me a few thousand dollars but now i have to mow less grass so what's i mean there's really a payoff fucking a okay all right Uh, let's get moving let's get moving i don't think anyone gives a fuck about this do you Um, want me to touch on this podcast thing that i brought up that you wanted me to wait to talk about oh uh yeah please do i'm I'm interested in this so set it up i was approached by one of my commanders at work and asked if i would uh be a guest on a podcast i can't i think it's called like the officers down podcast or something similar to that and it's run by a sheriff um from one of the southern minnesota counties in the rochester area it's not olmstead but in that area um but they he talks about um officer deaths and and things like that and we had one that struck our department two and a half almost three years ago uh one of my sergeants uh tragically took his own life um and we have we actually have a softball tournament coming up later this month in his honor and then there's just a lot of stuff coming to fruition just following that whole incident but i was asked because i worked on his team pretty uh for like the last two years um prior to the incident and i got to know him pretty well um so he asked my my commander asked if i would go on and just talk about my experiences with uh, with Corey and um, just how it impacted me and and things like that. Um, 
Yeah, it's a, it's an honor. I mean, it's 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 a tough topic to have to talk about, um, but it's definitely an honor to be asked to do that. Uh, wow, that was pretty heavy. I wasn't expecting that at all. I was going to make some jokes about like, did they listen to our podcast? Is that why you got the invite? <laughs> well, it so it doesn't sound like that's the case at all. So um, no, I mean, no, no shit. It is a running joke among my entire department that I am that I am on this podcast and no one's listened to it other than Matt case because of the cutthroat and he's only listened to like one episode like no one's listened to it and even up to like my chief has made jokes about it before so I wouldn't be surprised if like that was part of the the reason he selected me is because he knows that I have like while it's not the most high quality background I have a background in doing something similar um so I'm sure that I'm sure that had some sort of uh, reasoning to why I was chosen. But again, I worked for about two years. I was I was one of the last officers to work with him. So um, there's I have a pretty intimate relationship in terms of like working relationship with him. Um, so yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I'm I I don't know when it'll be, and um, I don't know how it'll go. But it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, if if we can get everyone here to help boost those ratings, um, we could we could push you guys into the 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 teens of digits of listens. Um, um, I mean, considering me and you make up like four or five of the the listens to each of these podcasts, and we can't even hit the t- teens, I'm not sure that that's possible. Okay. Um, but because that would require people listening to this podcast to know to listen to that podcast. That's true. That's true. Although, I mean, even Bob said in chat today he was asking about the pods. So yeah, that's fair. So there's one. True. <laughs> we're up. We're up to three. True. Okay. All right. Uh, let's let's first, uh, since we we always do it, and 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 sometimes we're podcasting literally an hour after the end of the draft, but that's not the way it worked out this year. But typically, we just kind of recap uh, the day, uh, which in this case, for the first time, uh, was the weekend. Um, so yeah, a big thanks to Derek, as everyone knows, uh, spent a lot of time getting something set up this year for us, uh, headed up to Brainerd. Uh, Is it really considered Grandview? It is considered Grandview where we were, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if, even if you go on the, the website of, is it the, the preserve or whatever, wherever we golfed, it says it's part of the Grandview Lodge, I believe. So it's a jar of preserves. Yeah. So Grandview, um, this this kind of spawned after uh, Rudy's bachelor party. I, this is kind of what we did for, for Rudy's. I think we might have even stayed in the same, um, not the same house, obviously, but like he had a, a big, big cabin. Um, but I think it was also the preserve, if I'm not mistaken. Um, something that we had kind of had our eye on for a couple of years and it finally just worked out this year. Thanks again to Derek for, you know, working hard and setting this up, you know, months and months in advance, but, um, full turnout this year, all 12 of us there, um, in different time slots, you know, you came up a little bit late. Some others came up a little bit late. Jeff had to bail early, that kind of stuff. But, uh, for golf, we had all 12 of us there, which is pretty pretty amazing um just again a big thanks to Derek for putting this together uh it was pretty refreshing after the fact 
uh, kind of talking about like, what do we want to do for next year? Well, how, you know, how do we want to keep this momentum going? And I had kind of said, you know, right off the jump, like we don't necessarily need to do this every single year. And I think it was Dom and one other person were like, no, we, I needed this. Like <laughs> we got to do that. We got to keep doing shit like this. So, um, which makes me happy. Cause I mean, yeah. it's, I think as we get older, um, I, I'm in my, early 40s year 22 john as we get so you don't understand but as we get older it's more and more important to kind of see your friends i think and we're all kind of getting into that getting into that that stage of our lives so um i'm down uh the one thing i told derek is that like you know maybe there's an opportunity not to do like grandview and go all that way just maybe do um you know an airbnb somewhere by the court you know by a golf course and a bar And, shit, you know, I know, like a ton of money, you know, doing it that way, and I fuck. know, like, um, for my dad's bachelor party a, a few years ago, we stayed in one of those lodges that's right off of Malax. That I mean, it, it's I think it's a charter lodge, but you don't have to fish with them. They all have bars in the lodges, and you can rent by like the cabin or like the room and stuff like that. So I'm curious if pricing would be different there. But then also like you're a stone's throw away from the casino for like food or from Garrison to get whatever. So like I don't. know. Maybe these are all option. these are all towns and places and things that Keegan is well aware of. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. We just have to make sure, as we found out, that we clear any price points with Rudy because uh, he already put up a stink about how expensive this was, year was after the fact. So. Oh, did he? Sure. I missed that. That's a, yeah. that's that's a throwback. That's it doesn't it doesn't route. sound like fruit. Yeah. If 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 we're going somewhere north of Ramsey, it's it's all fucking Canada to me at that point. So I'll just take <laughs> your guys' word for it. Um but anyways, so we, we drove up Friday. We had I think eight of us golfed uh someplace off someplace off ten. I can't even remember the name of that golf course. Do you off I mean you weren't there, but do you know where I we played? No, I I know it was mulled over a few times, and I have no idea where it was. Yeah, I've already forgot. Fucking really, really nice course. Uh, a couple of the guys I uh, had said like I've always driven past here, always wanted to play here, um, so we did it this year, and it was like forty bucks for ultimate range with a cart, eighteen holes, and the quality of the course was really, really nice. So we had a good time uh, there doing that. Stopped at a bar on the or a brewery on the way up. Um, I also can't remember what the fuck that brewery was called. Do you recall? You weren't there. I fuck. There. Yeah, didn't do my research for this. It was an okay play. Aren't Jack you, Pine. Jack Pine? Was it Jack Pine? I don't know. Maybe. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I think Jack Pine sounds right. So we went to Jack Pine. It was fine. It was fine. We had a a, a near fisticuffs moment. All you know, two hours into the trip. Because fucking Stenny and Rude wanted to sit outside in the sun where I was, you know, happy in the air conditioning. Um, so the trip almost went off the rails right away. Wait, who almost, who almost threw hand? That would have been a fun if it was me. It would have been me. I mean, I would have lost, but I, I was pretty irritated with uh, having to sit, <laughs> you know, be outside in the sun. Okay. So, um, left there, checked into the place, which. We had two that I I'm not I think that kind of took uh, Derek by surprise because I think he thought due to the room numbers we were side by side. Yeah, it so sounded like, like it. 
yeah because I, I can't remember the room numbers but they were like uh sequential or whatever uh but they were completely separated which kind of kind of sucked but um two really nice places again they were very similar to what we had with uh, rude's bachelor party um kind of a, a nice upstairs and a spacious little downstairs area um both were the the same layout so we kind of bummed around there for a little bit then went out for dinner um to a brewery which again i've already forgot that brewery uh but then we went to uh you guys went to big x X first and then went to roundtree that's roundhouse brewery yeah and that's where uh you showed up so that was kind of cool i was pretty uh pretty irritated about um that uh whole experience uh you kind of made it sound like you weren't able to come at all right yeah it was awesome huh no, I didn't really like that very much. Oh, but it was yeah, a cool I, surprise seeing it there, um, and they had a gluten-free option. At, yeah, at, that that uh, they had like a strawberry wine seltzer that was fucking awesome. So mm-hmm. I'd go. Did back. you get anybody to bring or get any to bring home? No, no, okay. I, I I barely remember that night at this point. Okay, okay, yeah. So uh, we leave there. We come home. And you guys decide to go to Zorba's. Uh, take me through that experience because I, you know, at this point it's eleven o'clock at night. I'm already tuckered out. So yeah, I, I mean, I can go. I can tell you what I, I remember. I mean, I remember getting there. Um, it was. It's like a, I don't know if you've been to a Zorba's or that Zorba's, but it was. I have. Fucking, I have. It was two floors, yep. just packed shoulder to shoulder. It was, it was Sounds awful. It was Sounds steamy. So bad. Yeah. I ordered Dom a Long Island iced tea and then we <laughs> went downstairs and uh, a handful of us danced and walked around Sounds and awful again. That does got, not sound fun at all. Got, got real drunk. Um, I decided to get on the shuttle by myself and go back to the cabin without telling anyone and mm. then neglected to answer my phone. Do you um, know why? I'm so I'm glad asshole. I didn't know. So you were cognizant of the fact that you weren't picking up and freaking people no, out? No, 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 no. I had no idea. I I woke up the next morning to a shitload of missed calls, and I couldn't find my phone because it, it ended up under the couch. Um, but I had no idea anyone was calling. It wasn't intentional. Um, like my my bus ride home with o- Oli or whatever the hell that guy's name was is pretty. Mer- that, that guy could have raped me, and I wouldn't have been able to do anything about it. Um, so I made it back, Derek. I apologize. I, f- in hindsight, it. I apologize that you had to walk home. It was my fault. Um, well, I understand he didn't walk. He fucking ran. Regardless, I, it's... He, he found a video, like, on, on that Sunday when we were leaving. He found some random-ass video where, like, literally, it's pitch black. You can kind of see, like, dusk above the trees. And he's, like, sprinting. <laughs> yeah, so my <laughs> bad on that, Derek. I, f- I feel real bad because, uh, I mean, it sounds like you guys basically stayed till bar closed because you were looking for me and couldn't find me, and then Derek missed the last shuttle. <laughs> um, I would have been so pissed off at you. Yeah, I'm uh, mad I mean, at myself, and uh, of course, Derek says nothing of it. So, Derek, you're a good man. I apologize for being a dickhead. Um, Neil, I have your shirt. It is clean. I just we have to figure out how I'm going to get that back to you. So. You might want to explain what happened there. Otherwise, oh, yeah. people are just going to make up their own stories. I think everyone, I mean, other than you and Jeff were there for the whole thing. But, yeah, when we got back from Roundhouse, um, I was like, hey, I have a bottle in my in our cab, and I'll run and grab it and meet you over there. It was fucking 
pouring rain. So in the, the run to the cabin I stayed in back to the other one, I got fucking drenched. And because I only planned on coming up, staying, and then golfing the next day and going home, all I brought was the shirt I wore and then my golf polo. Um, and I was fucking, it, like, I looked like I hopped in the shower with my shirt on. So um, Neil gave me the ugliest and the most comfortable shirt I've ever put on uh, to wear to, to Zorba's. Was it, was it legitimately a Lululemon shirt? I guess I don't know. If it was, there. it's worth the money. I mean, their clothes are worth the money. It was hands down the most comfortable shirt I've ever worn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I definitely like dropped a whole drink on myself while I was dancing. And uh, I mean, I... I got sick on the carpet of my cabin like you did in the bathroom at Dom's bachelor party party bus. So it's uh, I don't understand why that had to get brought up. But yes, it bad. Uh it just sounds awful. So Yeah. Um I had a lot of up, fun. Uh, wake up Saturday, uh head to the course. Um great course, really fucking beautiful. Really, really nice course. Uh of you know, instantly as we're chipping around and, and kind of getting set up and getting ready for our round. Steve befriends some fucking stranger who is chiding me about not chipping on the practice green, which is typical Steve. I don't know how he makes friends that quickly, but uh, for him to do that and then find, find the one guy who is willing to yell at me across the golf course that um, that was excellent. You guys enjoyed that. Uh, Got golfing, and Jeff unfortunately got some really scary news about uh, Chelsea, um, and that kind of uh, took precedence for him, um, which was a huge bummer. And, and he ended up taking off right after right after golf. But uh, I don't know how'd you golf that day? I, I golfed like like shit. I think we my team finished three over, I think, and then yours and. Rudy's team both finished two under tied, correct? Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't golf well, but I haven't golfed much this year. And we're, I mean, Keegan and, and Derek were in my group, so I didn't, even if I would have golfed well, we still wouldn't have used any of my shots. Um, but no, we, we had a good round. Who we had a lot in of your group, uh, Keegan, Dom. Derek, Dom. And Dom. Okay. Um, so we had a lot of fun. The frustrating part came on, uh, the four of us all missing about a five to six foot Eagle putt on 15 or on 16, which would have gave us the win. We ended up birdie in that hole. Um, do we ever come to a, do we ever decide who, uh, who won that or do we have, I, a I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I was less inclined to figure that out because my team was five shots off the lead but i don't think between rude and and you guys it was ever sorted i think you guys were you guys were gonna head to the little putting range by our place and the draft ended at 10 30 so we couldn't are is anyone shocked is anyone shocked about the fact that that draft took five and a half hours no no no, i'm not at all um if we wanted to get this done it should have been done pre-draft I mean, right. I agree. Okay. Well, I mean, I, if we can look at the fact that, I mean, you know that that group used 80% of rude shots throughout that round and you know, Rudy takes 17 breakfast balls around. I think, uh, oh, oh, you just think by default that way you guys should have it. I think so. But I, I, I mean, I don't make those it's decisions. It's not dumb I'm, math. It's, it's a pretty, pretty solid, um, mindset you're in. So, yeah. But I mean, I'm no commissioner. I don't, I don't make those rules. Sure. Sure. Not yet. So, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so headed back, uh, ate some good food, just kind of relaxed for a little bit. Draft uh, didn't really get started until, what did I say, like 5? Went from 5 to 10.30, I believe. Yeah, that's on the board. Okay, yeah. Um, Draft was, you know, as always, fun. A lot of chiding, a lot of yelling. Um, Richter made some really fucking cool coasters out of, like, Drecker labels and stuff. Um, he was really fucking pumped to like let everyone kind of choose for their own and stuff. I did right away. I think, I think some others did. I grabbed mine right when I got there. But when people are drunk and pissed and the draft is taking too long, they they just became weapons. So those things were fucking whizzing past everyone's faces. Yeah, all, was... you know the back half of the draft. Those things were literally taking out eyeballs. Who was in the back? Oh, Neil. Neil just kept getting just pelted Pelted? in the face with them. (laughs) It was just, it was Bop and Dom just taking turns whipping him across the room and nailing Neil in the (sighs) face. It was awesome. Uh, yet another uh, thing that if that's me that I made a bunch of coasters, I would be so fucking furious if you guys were just throwing them around. Richter's and Richter doesn't care. Nice. Yeah. yeah he, he was doing it himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I spent twenty hours on this. Fuck it. Ruin them. I don't care. So Ugh. um the it it kind of became a hassle, but Richter's idea to bring the uh big projector was kind of cool, having a, yeah. a draft board kind of nice and big. Um we might have to work on a, a better projector, a better, better calibration to really make that work. But uh, I don't know. It was it was fun. It was a good time. Um, yeah. yeah. So Sunday morning, uh, wake up. Um, holy shit! Does our place stink? Fucking oh, it smelled so bad. Just farts upon just something died in there i'm sure of it but it smelled so bad so we finally leave and that uh the cleaning crew is like waiting for us to leave so they can go in and you saw the the average age of uh a grandview uh staff right it was like 13 years old (laughs) where's you would have been in fucking heaven right so literally they hazmatted up to get into our place to go clean that shit I'm, i'm sure of it um it it was fucking so disgusting um also steny is the one guy that's not going home he's meeting up with katie up in like damn near canada for some stuff so he's trying to get the fuck out of dodge to go meet up with her but he can't find his keys oh yeah he texted me (laughs) it was like i felt really bad for the guy because everyone's hungover um, no one gives a, a true fuck about his keys other than Neil. So everyone's kind of like half-heartedly looking for his keys and they could have been everywhere, anywhere, you know? I mean, literally I'm like, they were getting tossed around with the coasters. So like that could have ended up in a garbage, you know, that could be anywhere right now. And he, Neil was on the verge of tears. Maybe he'd deny that, but like literally he was about to fucking cry. And Thankfully, Steve, quote unquote, found his keys, but um, I think Steve had his keys the entire fucking time. I, I, I'm, go- I'm going on wax right now to, to, to make that, uh, that claim. Uh, something about this whole situation, I, I feel like Steve knew where his keys were, and he let Neil sweat it out for an extra half an hour, which, again, Neil was on the verge of a fucking breakdown. It was pretty pretty salty so 
what what did when I text you? What did you say about his keys? Well, he fucking whipped him across the room, like the <laughs> night. Because like I I don't know if it was a joke was made because like the year last year he fucking like was trying to leave just fucking blackout drunk from the from uh from your place. Um, so, so someone Thanks said, "Give me your place." Huh? Thank you for calling him my place. Yeah, you're, you. you're welcome. Um, so he whipped him across the room, like towards the windows, and they landed by like that end table. I think he threw him to Steve, and Steve missed him because he was fucking three sheets to the wind at that point. And uh, so that's where I assumed that they were. I assumed that they like maybe went under that table or under the couch right there, and that's where I thought they were gonna be. So yeah, I, I think Steve like prison walleted it and then just realized Sunday afternoon, like, oh my god, this is where they are. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, I don't know. I don't know. So that I, uh... was that was the weekend. It was it was a lot of fun, but uh yeah, it ended on nearly a sour note. I don't think you were there for it. But it was like pre, it was like pre-draft, and you were still getting stuff set up upstairs or something. And fucking Aaron trots down, and he he's getting all, getting all set up. And who's the fucking guy that you guys give him so much shit for drafting years ago? David Boston. Yeah, fucking yeah. Neil's like sprawled out, or not Neil? Steve sprawled out on the cr- couch, being more of an asshole than usual, which was a lot of fun to watch. And makes it's a, David. It's, it's a it's a fucking blast when it's not you, right? Yeah, it when, was... when it's you, you want to fucking kill him. I swear, fucking Aaron walked in and Steve just set his sights on Aaron, but he fucking made it like a David Boston joke, and I mean. He fucking Aaron just like was not having it. I don't know what what happened to him, but he wasn't having it. And well, uh, here's the thing: is Aaron had a two hour drive up to Brainerd, going, "I know they're gonna fucking bring up David Boston again, and I'm not fucking doing it this year." You but, know that's what he was fucking saying to himself for two straight hours. Well, but then it so they're going two seconds into the draft. It's, it's brought up, but they're going back and forth like arguing, and then I'm I'm not a hundred percent positive, but I'm pretty sure Steve made a made a mom joke, and uh, Aaron went off like got up from where he was sitting, and was like was fucking ready to beat the shit out of Steve or like try to beat the shit out of Steve. And Steve's like, all right, let's, let's do this. Like, go ahead and try. Um, It was fucking a blast to sit there and watch that whole thing go down. And I don't think many people saw it. I definitely didn't know this happened. Um, I definitely am not shocked this happened because this was, this was a weekly occurrence in high school. This, this would happen all the fucking time. Steve had a party house. He had people over, um, we typically drank, uh, when I say we, I mean, they, they typically drank and shit used to get heated. So, um, it, it's, it, it's a nice little, um, flashback to 2005. So, yeah. So young. All right. Um, very quickly, because we've already been, uh, going on and on about this for probably a half hour, at least at this point, but, um, let's just cruise to the draft. Um, just point out maybe some some interesting picks, good picks, bad picks, all that kind of stuff. Do you have the draft board up, buddy? No, you. if you start, just give me a second. I'll get there. All right. So um, running back heavy, obviously, five of the first six picks are running backs. Um, uh, Travis Kelsey goes very early again uh, to, to Jeff. 
Um, he seems to to understand the uh, the importance of just a difference maker of uh, in in Travis Kelsey at tight end. There's there's not a lot of premium talent at that position, so um, he gets a nice one there. Um, one of the the biggest uh, unfortunate situations the, it, having the draft in third week of August is there's still a preseason game to be played. Um, and, and Kubi, uh, JK Dobbins, uh, loses them for the year with a, uh, ACL injury. Um, so he's already hurting in that department there. His second round pick gone. Um, let's see here. Cruise around Lamar Jackson in the third, um, let's see, uh, fifth round, uh, Cole Beasley. Richter takes Cole Beasley. Uh second pick in the fifth round. Uh take on. Yeah. Um is did he make the final roster? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. Cause I know I know at this point when we drafted, I mean it was it was unsure that he was gonna make the roster. And I mean if he has the same involvement in that offense as he did last year, not I mean, probably still a little bit of a reach on it, but not terrible. But it doesn't sound like his involvement's going to be nearly what it was. Uh, that's that's a rough pick. R- really fucking weird uh, to go that route. I don't even know. I mean, it was before. Let's just shout out some guys he was taken in front of: Juju Smith-Schuster, um, OBJ, Cortland Sutton, Brandon Cooks. I mean, any of those guys, do you want them in front of Cole Beasley? Every single one of them. Every single one. And I could probably keep going. So, uh, weird fucking decision, Derek. Um, sixth round. I don't, I don't know. Do you see anything here? I mean, I, I guess the biggest one, the sixth, is uh, Dom taking Michael Thomas. Uh, obviously, Michael Thomas injured. Don't really know when he's coming back. Um Sounds, I mean, he could be back as soon as like after their bye, week four, week five, that area, but could also be like a mid season thing and he might not be totally healthy and it's just a weird offense. So, um, yeah, interesting pick there. I, if he's got, he has like a so so season in him, let's just say he's not, you know, putting up wide receiver one numbers, is he keepable next year for a fifth round pick? Maybe, um, but I get the gamble by Dom. I mean, when Dom had fucking like 11 picks in the first five rounds or some shit like that. Yeah, he's loaded for sure. So, yeah. so if there's a if there's a team that could take that gamble on him there in the sixth, it's Dom. Um, yeah. So, so in Dom's situation, I don't hate it. Um, for almost any other team, it's not my favorite. It's yeah. a little risky. Dom's starting three wide receivers are AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen. Yeah. And he's got a, a bunch of decent options right behind him there. So, um, yeah. Oh, also we talked about JK Dobbins, you know, getting hurt right away. Same with, uh, Travis Etienne, which, uh, kind of hurt Dom immediately. Not only did it hurt Dom, but it really, um, helped out Steve who, uh, kept James Robinson. um, in, in the fifth, it was kind of a, that was kind of a gamble for, for Steve to do so as far as I'm concerned. Um, just with the ETN drafting new offense, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, huge boon to James Robinson's, uh, fantasy prospects this season. So interesting injury there. Um, 
Seventh round. Boy, I don't think I saw a, a ton here that I really gave a shit about. Um, eighth round, Pokey. You know, Pokey, his team looks so similar to his team in years prior. I don't know if you noticed that, uh, Johnny, but he's got a lot of guys on his team that he seems to always end up with. And one of those guys is Gus Edwards, and this might be the year where it really pays off with the Dobbins injury. He's got Gus Edwards, who is just going to be a bruiser between the tackles, you know, first and second down runner, that kind of thing. But uh, they don't got a lot behind him. Um, obviously, Dobbins went down, but so did Justice Hill. So they uh, just signed Le'Veon Bell and, you know, got some issues there on a very, very run-happy team. Uh Gus Edwards, man, that that's the type of pick that you you look back on and say like, oh, that's a league winner right there, getting him in the uh, the eighth like he did. Yeah. Um, so big pick there. Um, you, do you have your draft board up, buddy? Yeah, I'm up. All right, take it away in the ninth if you'd be so kind. Uh, looking through here, the ninth, just seeing if anything jumps off the board. Um, I, I really like the Russell Gage pick by Kubi. Um, he's stepping yeah. into that number two role there in Atlanta. Um, and you just, you know, Kelvin Ridley is going to be taking a lot of the, a lot of the coverage over the top. So I think it's going to leave a lot of room for Russell Gage and Kyle Pitts there too. I mean, he's going to, those two alone are going to take a lot of that coverage. So Russell Gage is going to have a lot of one man coverage, um, I really like that pick. He's a guy that I own in a lot of leagues, so that's probably my favorite pick of that round. Another really good pick in that round that I liked is your your Michael Pittman pick, um, especially with uh, the T.Y. Hilton injury news, um, but he's just the de facto number one there in Indianapolis. Um, looked good in training camp and stuff, so I think that was a nice selection by you. Thank you. Nope, you're very, very welcome. Tenth uh, round, um, T.Y. Hilton, which is uh, a bummer for for A.O. Um, Antonio Brown could be a really nice pick. Who ended up with him? Do you know offhand? I, th- I think it was Rudy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Rude ends up with Antonio Brown, who I know some beat writers uh, for Tampa Bay have said, like, he's going to be the guy that leads the team in receiving, which is... Uh, pretty crazy uh, when you consider that's uh, a team led by Evans and Godwin. So um, like that pick for sure. Um, coming around the back half here, uh, one really interesting pick was the Cam Akers selection. Um, Kubi takes Cam Akers in the 11th. Obviously, um, he blew an, an Achilles uh, very early in training camp. He's done for the year. Um, much like the Michael Thomas situation, like is in what way do you keep Cam Akers for a ninth next year? I mean, he's not going to do anything this year. It's a catastrophic injury that typically, you know, a, a lot don't recover from. I mean, unless he's got literal no keeper options next year, is there any way he's keeping Cam Akers in the ninth? I mean, if I'm looking at the guys in the eighth that were drafted in terms of of like starter ability like Henderson Moss were both kept but like Gus Edwards Jamal Williams Leonard Fournette or I at the time I, mean, I know Gus Edwards is going to turn out to be a good pick so around earlier than he can be kept for next 
next year are all guys that are probably backups this year. Um, probably high volume backups, but backups nonetheless. So if Cam Makers comes back and they think he's going to be the starter, and you have a guy that this year was probably worth a, a high third third round pick, um, and you can gamble on him for a ninth next year, I can see that being something that he would do. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought about it during the draft, after the draft, and stuff too. I, I just don't see any way. I mean. It, Going into next year, even if Cam Akers is quote unquote healthy, he's he's not going to be healthy enough to where the Rams are banking uh, on Cam Akers. So he's going to have competition. Either Henderson, you know, pans out and now he's the bona fide one A in that offense, or they go out and get somebody different. But they're not going to be banking on Cam Akers next year. So, I mean, th- this would have to be the long play to where, you know, Cam Akers is something in 2023 and he keeps him for an eighth that year, too. I don't know. I just see a lot of risk with it. Um, by the way, Aaron had the injury luck last year go against him. Kubi has four players on IR before week one has even kicked off yet. Uh, Cam Akers, obviously, he knew about that. But Tariq Cohen, J.K. Dobbins, and Rashad Bateman as well. So, um yeah, tough luck uh, for Koobs there. Yeah. Um, 12th round, uh, one pick uh, I really like is Corey Davis. I, I Was he kept by Derek? Do you know offhand? He might have been. Um, let me, I, uh, let I me can't recall, it. but I, I think he was. Uh, anyways, it just uh, with Zach Wilson looking so good uh, there in, in New York, that could just be a, a great pick especially when you're considering some of the other wide receivers taken yeah. around that area. Um, AJ Green, Rondell Moore, um, Hilton, obviously, uh, Nelson Aguilar. Um, I'd much rather have Davis than any of those guys. So um, great pick, great keep there. He was kept um, by Derek, by the way. Okay. Um, also, Callaway, uh, Marquez Callaway, uh, the beneficiary of the Michael Thomas news. Do you recall who ended up with Callaway? Uh, Callaway goes in the 14th round. Just another great fucking pick. Yeah, I can look here quick. Just bear with me. Oh, God damn it, John. <laughs> um, dead air. Okay. Yeah, well, I guess it's uh, going to take me longer than that. Well, you can't control F oh, that's on a, a roster idea. page. That's Jesus a good Christ. idea. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson in the 15th. It's going to be uh, Bop. Bop. Uh, great pick, Bop. You always end up with a couple of those each each season. Um, Deshaun Watson, here's another guy where I think people are just strategizing. What if I take him? He's a keeper option for down the road. Um, Herm takes him in the 15th, first pick in the 15th round. Um, again, Herm's got Russell Wilson and Trevor Lawrence ahead of him. Uh, Deshaun Watson probably won't be IRable, uh, in this format. I don't think MFL is going to put him on IR just because they're not playing him. So he's literally got a 17 man roster to make this move pay off. Um, but it could, right? I think it could pay off. And it's it's not like he has an injury that could affect his play. It's just a, a legal thing. So um, between Cam Akers and Deshaun Watson, give me Deshaun Watson a bunch of rounds later, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I like that play. I just 
we'll see if he's got the uh, uh, the type of depth on his team to kind of carry that, which he should. He had so many early picks, you know. So, um, sixteenth round, uh, Chris Evans. I think that's another Rudy pick. Uh, should be. Uh, it sounds like they found a player there. Uh, I think he's an older rookie from Michigan, but um, obviously Joe Mixon gets hurt a shit ton, so he could have some serious relevance this year. I like that pick. Um, did you entertain Latavius Murray? I did, and he's he got cut, but I did see yep. that there's interest in him signing with Baltimore. Yeah, he could he could very well end up somewhere too. But um, regardless of where he goes, he's not going to have the type of role that he was projected to in New Orleans. So, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a, a bummer for you. Um, yeah, and then it's basically just a bunch of uh, defenses and stuff from from here on out. Um, nothing too crazy. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, just thinking back, five and a half hour draft. Literally, it was five and a half hours on the nose. We started at five and ended at ten thirty exactly. Um, we might need to start looking at a timer of some sort just to have something concrete. Um, yeah. But you know, uh, everyone should expect a long draft, and that's half the fun. I think. Why do we need to speed through it? So. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if if we're doing weekends away, who the fuck cares at this point? Um, if, yeah. So. Yeah, it only it only really kind of became an issue because I know Jeff was trying to draft remote, and then you were trying to to leave afterwards too. So you didn't you didn't get on the road to ten o'clock at night. But um, yeah, what are you supposed to do about that? So that was, that was by far the worst fucking drive I've ever done. I I don't I don't know how you do that shit. I, you, it, you used to do it all the time, so. Like leave you mean leave your house and shit? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the thirty minute drive, that was a fucking almost three hour drive. There was a point like I was going through St. Cloud and I rolled my windows down all the way and turned on music that I knew I could just like scream sing to and just fucking just screamed the whole way home. That's <laughs> the only way I could stay awake. It sucked. I wonder what you scream sing to. Boys like girls, probably. Uh, that's actually one of the one of the CDs I played. <laughs> it's like the only CD I know you own. Uh, well, I have fucking Apple Music. What do you mean? Well, right, but I'm just that's why I picked that band is because like I've only ever seen you play that CD. That's not that is not true, and you know that's, that's absolutely not true. true. It is in absolutely the, not. The, in the old Taurus, the old Ford Taurus, you had the black Okay, one. yeah, I did have that CD. I had a CD player. It was before Apple Music. That was the only CD you owned in that car. Guaranteed. Uh, before we move away from the draft board here, I know I made a big deal about it on the day of the draft, but I just really want to make sure that uh, we bring up the fact that uh, Neil twice on the turn fucked up picking oh, the, you. the younger player. Thank you. Second. Uh, the Funny. first I'm not even, I think it was three different times. I think you're wrong. I think it was three times. And on the third time when he got called out for it, he gave a look like, yeah, I don't care. What do you, I mean, it's me. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Uh, pretty surreal. So it was, uh, who the fuck was it? Oh, we do have a a $20. Me and, uh, Neil do have a $20 bet too. Uh, he said he bet me 20 bucks that he would end up top three in this league. So, um, yeah, I'll be getting twenty bucks here in December, which will be pretty sweet for me. <laughs> um, uh, I think was it? Did he draft DJ Chark or did he keep DJ Chark? Uh, okay, I, I think there's no he, way. He, there's no way he drafted Chark in the twelfth, right? 
No, but I he that I think that's somebody else's keeper, anyways. Um, okay, well, I know one of them was uh, Gronk and Daniel Jones. Yeah, or no, it was the other way around. It was Gabriel Davis and Tevin Coleman. So yeah, he. Sh- uh, Jalen Waddle and Leonard Fournette. He took. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I remember I called him out for the Jalen Waddle one, and he's like, "Oh," and he's like, felt super dumb about it, and then fucking th- four rounds later, he did it with Gabriel Davis and Tevin Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he's 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 something special. It was but... awesome. Yes, highlight yeah. definitely a highlight for me. All right, so um. New new to the league this year, we're, we're just doing um, one division of 12, so the divisions are gone. Um, hopefully this will create some more races. Hopefully this will lead to some teams feeling less inclined to throw in the towel. Um, you know, every once in a while you find yourself in a loaded division and uh, needing, you know, I need to win 8 out of 13 games just to advance. So hopefully we uh, have found a good method this year. Keep in mind, 6th place is going to be total points and not record. So um, should keep things pretty interesting this year. Um, I, do you do you have your football guys app still loaded? I mean, can you cover, like, who's the favorites in the league? I mean, obviously... Both Steve and Dom had a slew of early picks. They're set up very well, but like, who who does football guys have as the favorites? Do you have that information? Uh, yeah, just bear with me. I have to, I'm reloading it right now. Uh, uh, um, uh, what do you think of your new banner, Johnny? I like it. I like you it a like lot. It? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's see. Right. I asked Steve if he wanted a new banner. I think he said last year he he wanted a new banner, but I texted him and he didn't respond to me yet. So, but if anyone um, else does, if you're listening to this and you want a new banner, I can I can make one up for you this weekend. So, so their feature on here, uh, it's got three A plus drafts in, um, in Dom, Steve, and myself. Okay. Why is that funny? Well, because you fucking clearly just added some players onto your team at the back end to boost your rating. You all, right? you did realize that I had ten picks in the first five rounds, just like Dom did, okay. right? All right, I was I was joking. It was okay. a bad joke, but I was joking. Okay, um, and then you're coming in probably fourth year with an A minus draft. Um, do you want me to just go through all of them in order? Sure. Uh, you got an A minus, and then uh, coming in at B is Richter and Jeff. Um, C is going to be Keegan. I uh, got a C minus for Rude and Neil, and then a D plus for Ao, and an F for um, Bob. Hmm. So they give out letter grades, obviously. Sure. Obviously, Bop was in a pretty tough draft pick yeah. situation. So he he, he played for last year. I mean, you can't really blame him for that. Yep. Did you notice that if you click on a banner, I um, made some like uh, uh, some graphics that show like your career win percentage and stuff? So I click on it. You said, "Oh, yeah, that is oh, banner." Oh, yikes! You looking at your record right now? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Ass. yeah. yeah it's fucking bad. I'll read it but, aloud so everyone can understand what's going on. You are forty-five, seventy-one, and one. With 
a championship with a, with a championship, which is all that matters, right? Right. So, okay. Um, transactions for the week. Uh, oh, oh, I should. You know, we should have mentioned too. Um, one little shout out to to Rudy in the draft. Rudy made three deals during the draft. Um, all of them were. I mean. I think he got the guy he wanted out of the equation, and one of those guys was someone that uh, that Kubi wanted. So, uh, so Kubi, as I mean, in terms of the value on the trade, Kubi absolutely won the trade. Yeah. Except by trading the pick, he fucking lost the guy that he was going for. It was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so Kubi, Kubi dealt away the draft pick and the and the guy he wanted. Like he just gambled that. Rude wouldn't take him. Right, and it was the guy that Rude took. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So anyways, those are the uh three trades in the year, all all Rudy, um, all all mid draft deals, which is you know, it, it, I think that takes a little bit of um foresight and uh willingness to do in the in the moment. So good on you, Rudy. Um transactions for the week. Uh Polk throws 35 bucks at Tyson Williams, who is the new number two running back in. Um, again, they did just uh, sign Le'Veon Bell, and there's rumors they're looking at some others and stuff too, but this guy's pretty entrenched as the number two. I mean, Le'Veon Bell is at this point just a big name that uh, probably doesn't have much left in the tank. So Tyson Williams um, should get a lot of run this year. Again, Gus Edwards is kind of a thumper. Um, I know they've liked Tyson Williams for a while. So uh, he kind of handcuffs Gus Edwards, gives himself another option there at running back um, a third of his budget. I threw 31 bucks at Tony Jones who uh, is the new Latavius Murray in New Orleans. Kind of a similar situation as Tyson Williams, I, I think, where um, obviously Kamara's the 1A and the big 1A and stuff. But, uh, you know, Latavius Murray typically got about 150 to 180 carries in that offense. So a lot of carries left in New Orleans um, without Drew Brees. So you don't really know what that offense is going to totally look like now uh, with, with Jameis in there. So uh, Tony Jones for 31 bucks. Um, AO, 13 bucks at Nico Collins. Rookie out of Michigan and Houston there. 11 bucks on Zach Ertz which uh, this is a guy who obviously most thought would get dealt before week one, didn't. He's still in Philadelphia. Um, not a lot of wide receiver options there in Philadelphia. So I think that's a pretty good get for 11 bucks if you need a tight end. Uh, Kubi throws four bucks at Damian Williams, who's the easy number two in Chicago. Um injury there to uh god i'm blanking on the name for some reason there you go Tariq cohen uh hurt might not uh be back until deep into the season so damian williams there uh dom four bucks on carlos hyde who is the new handcuff to james robinson in jacksonville um Steny, four bucks on Mac Jones. Uh, I think we talked in an earlier podcast. Neither of us thought that Cam Newton would lose that quarterback battle to Mac Jones. Not only did he lose the battle, he lost the roster spot. 
Uh, so Cam Newton cut Mac Jones, probably a 16 game starter in New England. So uh, he might have uh, maybe a keeper option there. Cuts Daniel Jones for him. Jan Daniel Jones was a 16th round pick, but uh, who gives a fuck at this point? Uh, Kubi back in it again at three bucks on Jarek McKinnon. Uh, interesting little handcuff there in Kansas City. Uh, he's the number two, obviously a big receiving threat, just can never stay healthy. Um, but he's behind a, uh, you know, someone similar, right? So he might be able to step in and have some, some decent games for Kubi this year. And obviously Kubi needs it with all the injuries he's suffered already. Um, a couple defenses go, uh, it's pre week one. So I'm not even going to get into any of this shit. Uh, Last one here I want to talk about is uh, Keegan picking up Tyler Conklin, dropping Adam Troutman. Do you want to weigh in on that one, buddy? Yeah, uh, Conklin looking to be the number one tight end in Minnesota now with uh, Irv Smith going out. Um, I don't know how to feel, but I mean, I've seen some mixed uh, reviews on Troutman and his involvement there in New Orleans, and I don't, I mean... Yeah, I, I guess I don't really know how to feel about this one because I just don't know how involved Conklin's going to be in the passing game. Yeah. No. They but, did uh, trade a, a midday draft pick I th uh, for for Chris Herndon there, too, in Minnesota. So I don't think he's just going to have the tight end role for himself. But, um, yeah, it could be a little interesting. I know they're, they're praising him. Oh, um, Dom picking up Darius Slayton for free. That's a nice little pickup, I think. That's a nice little depth pickup for him um, there in New York, so I like that pick. Um, anything else? We're not going to do... We kind of decided pre-pod we're not going to do uh, Waits picks this year, correct? Uh, no, because we're instead of picking... We're, yeah, we're not going to preview games. We're just going to recap games the following week. Okay, so do we have any kind of game we're going to do this year? Do you want to do the over-under again? I still owe you Fogo from last you year. Still owe me Fogo, I'm not going to relent on that, obviously. <clears throat> um, yeah, we could we could just do do one of those. Uh, so game day here. Um, who do we got this week? We got Neil versus Kubi. We got Keegan versus Steve. Uh, Rudy versus myself, Bop versus Dom, uh, Richter versus AO, and Poke versus Johnny. That's going to be an interesting one right out of the gate. Let's look at that matchup right now. Um, ooh, the new little scoreboard for the league looks really fucking nice. Have you looked at this yet? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's got the team logos on there and stuff. Pulling up live scoreboard. Whoa. Have you seen yeah, it? I did not. That is nice, though. Okay, so looking at this, we got a lot of close projected matchups. Just um, it looks like Steny and Kubi is going to be a close game, uh, separated by less than a point. Steve and, and Keegan separated by less than a projected point. But I want to look at Jeff and yourself. Um, Kyler Murray against Tennessee and Lamar Jackson against Oakland. Um, what, what can I do for over under? Can I make it as simple as, uh, most points, uh, between quarterbacks? 
Like, I, yeah, sure. Um, I'm gonna take uh, Kyler Murray against Tennessee for uh, more wait, wait. points. Wait, so you're setting the 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 bet? Well, it's and not, you're it's not picking... really an over under, yeah. But well, typically it is. You would like you would ask me who's gonna do this, and then I would respond. That's how it's been in the past. Okay. Who would you rather have, Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? Uh, I would take Lamar. So I guess then, then why even bring it up? Why make? Oh, it's just a, it's the it's it. the point of it. It's okay, the I made a mistake. Okay, okay, I made a mistake. Wow. But you didn't even need to bring it up if you're gonna. I, take Lamar I didn't think about it in the until I. You're just so quick to pick. fucking judge. Yeah. So there, there's your week one. I'm taking Kyler Murray, um, on the road, Tennessee. So, okay. Any plans for the games this weekend? Are you working? I work this weekend, so I'm gonna make a pot of chili and bring it to work, and we'll probably have a little bit of a gluten sit down for the Vikings game. But... See, you're making gluten free chili, right? Your white chicken chili. Yep. Yeah. So what if uh, Officer uh, Snickle Fritz throws a fucking crouton in there or something? Then you're just done. You're dead. Who the fuck has croutons with chili? I don't know. I don't know. He dips uh, his French bread, his fresh French bread. He he bought Sunday morning in there to try your chicken chili. Now it's all contaminated. What do you do? Uh, Officer Schnickelfritz is going to get that ass beat. <laughs> He's going to catch them hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's right. it's. I mean, pretty widely known that uh, you don't fuck with my food. So. Yeah, but Snicklefritz, he doesn't even realize he fucked with your food. He just thought he just tried a little sample. Because remember, as of like eight years ago, being gluten, uh, having a gluten allergy, like wasn't even a thing. Then the liberal media turned it into a thing, and now, you know, this is this is your. What life, is that? We're right? just derailing at this point. No one's listening <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh, I'd really like to maybe get together with. Um, some guys this year for a game. I, yeah. I don't think we did that at all last year, did we? I mean, obviously with COVID, we didn't go someplace, but like it's been a while since you know we've all just kind of gathered at one one joint. So Kubi's got a new place. Um, Keegan's got a, a new place we can crash at. I'm sure. I think he said we can just show up um, there. Keegan um, said that. I. I'm pretty. He didn't say it with his mouth. I think he said it with his eyes that like he does not mind if we just show up at his house on a Sunday for a game. He so. speaks with his eyes a lot. Does it? Doesn't he? Right. Yeah, it's great. Oh. Did I tell you that uh, Will uh, is surprising Teddy uh, for Christmas with Packers Vikings tickets? We're all going out for the Week 17 Packers Vikings game at Lambeau. No, that's awesome though. It's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Could be, probably will be Rodgers' last game, uh, regular season game at Lambeau against Minnesota. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be neat. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up here, buddy? Um, no, I think that's that's all I have. Okay. All right. Well, good talking to you. Glad yeah. I stayed up till fucking midnight for this shit. Yeah, so, me too. I mean, it is only 10.15, but still. I think you'll make it. Yeah. I'll now you can only get eight hours of sleep tonight. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. See you boys uh, yeah. next week. And uh, yeah, I think we've said it for like two years now, but we're going to make these shorter because these hour long things, they take a toll on, on little old me. So. Oh, yeah. 
All right, boys. Have a good week. See ya. Thank you.